I remember this boy I knew came to school with this book, so we all had a look. He was laughing while flicking through. There were pictures of war. I was glued to the floor, and I tried to pretend to be brave, 'cause I wanted to be the same. But all I could see was the pain, and I took those pictures home. They were inside my head, people dying or dead. I was frightened to be alone. With these thoughts in the dark that were breaking my heart, and everything I thought I knew had now been turned upside down. The world I had lived in was falling. Sons, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers, friends, and lovers' hands holding guns that come home and hold their wives and mothers, gazing at their children. How do they do the things they do? I remember in history. Seeing drawings of men being tortured, and then watching Nazareth on TV. Seeing Christ in a cloth being nailed to the cross, and I looked at the face of my teacher to see if he felt the same. 'Cause all I could see was the pain, and I took those pictures home. They were inside my head, every book that I'd read, every film, every play or poem, every picture or word, every story I'd heard. When I think of my grandfather's eyes and the images trapped behind the world he had lived in, had fallen. Sons, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers, friends, and lovers' hands holding guns that come home and hold their wives and mothers, gazing at their children. How do they do the things they do? I remember this boy I knew came to school with this book, so we all had a look. He was laughing while flicking through. There were pictures of war. I was glued to the floor, and I tried to pretend to be brave, 'cause I wanted to be the same. But all I could see was the pain. And sons, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers, friends, and lovers' hands holding guns that come home and hold their wives and mothers, gazing at their children. How do they do the things they do? Sons, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers, friends, and lovers' hands holding guns that come home and hold their wives and mothers, gazing at their children. How do they do the things they do? And that was Tracy Curtis. From the compilation album "Stop the G8," Maine fucking Afyak, which is Welsh, and translates into "It's fucking unhealthy." That track was called "How Do They Do the Things They Do." Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear, or if you don't, you can head over to polyrical.com. Find a link there to send me an email. You'll also find some links there to、uh, make a recommendation. You can recommend a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. You'll also find some links there to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent. 
from the EP Game Over. This is Dave with Question Time. For the new prime minister How'd you have a heart so sinister? How we so wasteful when people are dying in Somalia, Afghanistan, Egypt, Libya? The irony is we have no business in Syria, but kids are getting killed for all the business in Syria. And then they try and tell you that it's ISIS, it's ISIS. In their attempts at killing it, how many civilians died? So what's the difference between us and them? When you got drones killing kids just touching 10, then when a bomb goes off, every politician's lost like that last strike, it didn't kill a hundred men. You ain't the same as them, but all that fuel for the fires what you gave to them and what you take from them Life, I know my mum's been working In and out of nursing, struggling, hurting I just find it fucked that the government is struggling To care for a person that cares for a person So where's the discussion on wages and budgets How they made them redundant When I was a young'un The letters in her car said my mum was overdraft But somehow I still had dinner money in my pocket And even the little things like ordering pizza Were probably the reason for overtime in the evening Five till ten, six hours of sleeping For twenty-two years my mum was doing it Cleaning, dreaming that her kids would have a better life Going bed at night, struggling with getting by That's the reality for millions of people in a nation Where a lot of us were looking for a second try A question for the new Prime Minister And please tell me if I'm being narrow-minded But how do we spend so much money on defence and weapons To wage war when the NHS is dying, bursting at the seams And what about them people that voted for us to leave For the money that it would see 350 million we give to the EU every week that our health service needs But now them politicians got what they wanted Can you see an empty promise or a post on the street? Nurses in tears cause they're working every hour of the week And they still don't have the money that they need You brought the heart of the nation to its knees Underpaid, understaffed, overworked and overseen By people who can't ever understand how it feels to live life like you and me Patients lying in the corridors cause doctors can't even find a bed for them to sleep I remember A&E and all them sickening screams Of a little girl waiting for a surgeon to be seen Privatised healthcare, guns for police, increased uni fees Is this what they're selling us? Well let me remind you just in case you've forgotten That we live in Great Britain, not in Donald Trump's America Speaking of America, stating the president With all due respect I've got something to say to them I just find it funny you can't give a hand to Palestine But you can trade whole arms with Saudi Arabia Look, look I got a question for the new Prime Minister At Grenfell Tower your response was ridiculous You hid like a coward behind your five million Dodged responsibility and acted like you're innocent And I can see you're terrified You're not good at telling lies I'm getting why you stay away from everything that's televised You look like a robot and you don't speak with any life It feels to me like any guy in press could have said them lines Imagine going to the council for the safety of your block And you got kids but they're ignoring you at every time Everyone who knew about that cladding Should really be going prison under rule of 
joint enterprise But if it ain't a little kid with a knife I bet that judge is going easy when he's giving him time They don't deserve to be free Any builder MP that knew about the conditions But did it to save cheese When I listened to the things that the residents had seen I was so shocked I couldn't even speak Families they know that had died in their sleep How you choke on the smoke when you're struggling to breathe The glow from the fire The panic when you hear all the sirens The crackling, the popping and the muffled out screams The fear in the eyes of a man that was trapped Who jumped 15 floors from the tower to the street I could only hear a fraction of the pain and the grief Closing my eyes trying hard not to cry At the joy and relief in the face of a man When a woman from the flat said his neighbour was alive No help from the council when keeping any list Or the people that survived, his neighbours and peers And for that whole meeting I could see that he was trying So his smile was an island in a sea full of tears Look, I got a message for our old Prime Minister David Cameron I mean you fucked us, resigned and sneaked out the firing line I wanna know how you managed it And are you bathing in the sun while them papers have a run At the woman that you left here to handle it? You gonna teach a little lad to be the man that's got a plan And then the moment that it fails to abandon it? Are there bullies in his school? And when you pick him up after class, can you feel his embarrassment? I mean you never gave a fuck about the youth and that's the truth There's no sympathy for you or your cabinet I really wish I could have seen how you were scrambling When you lost the referendum that you had to win I feel like politicians are all addicts in a big fat game But it's lives that you gamble with I've got a question for the leader of the Labour Party Jeremy Corbyn, where do you want to take the country to? Honestly, I want to put my trust in you But you can understand why if I've got trust issues Do you really have the faith of your party? Do you really have faith in the party that will come with you? And how do you plan on keeping all the promises? Man, if I'm being honest, sir, I'm struggling to get with it I just ain't getting it Everybody's great until you get them into office And then guys start forgetting things Prove to us you're different Don't promise me anything Go and get justice for Sean Charles and Edison and if you haven't had the thought to vote yet Or protest cause you don't really see the progress I hope you know that what they're saying is affecting us The small steps are way better than no steps to our topic of the episode the topic of the episode for this episode is grenfell tower and in particular the tragedy that befell the residents of grenfell tower kind of hard to characterize it as a tragedy when it was born of lies deceit and incompetence on the part of the 
owners and the government, but for the families and the victims. It was the worst of tragedies. Here are a couple of excerpts from a BBC piece. Grenfell Tower was part of the Lancaster West Estate, a social housing complex of almost 1,000 homes. The tower was built in the 1970s, but recently renovated. An 8.6 million pound refurbishment, part of a wider transformation of the estate, was completed by Ryden Construction in May 2016. Work included new exterior cladding, replacement windows, and a communal heating system. The bottom four floors were also remodeled, creating seven additional homes and improvements to communal facilities. There were 129 flats across 21 residential floors and three levels of mixed use. The tower was managed by the Kensington and Chelsea Tenant Management Organization on behalf of the council. Just before 1 a.m. on June 14, fire broke out in the kitchen of a fourth-floor flat at the 23-story tower block in North Kensington, West London. Within minutes, the fire had raced up the exterior of the building and then spread to all four sides. By 3 o'clock, most of the upper floors were well alight. 72 people died. The fire originated in a kitchen on the fourth floor, and from the fourth floor, the fire spread rapidly upwards and across the eastern side of the building. From there, it spread across the north face of the tower. Mobile phone videos show the blaze reaching the top floor on the east side of Grenfell Tower by about 1.26, less than 30 minutes after firefighters had arrived. In a report to the Grenfell Public Inquiry, fire safety engineer Dr. Barbara Lane identified the fire spreading vertically up the tower columns and, quote, laterally along the cladding above and below the window lines and the panels between the windows. The fire had spread to the north side of the tower by 1.42. At 1.52, the fire also began traveling across the east side towards the south in the other direction. Grenfell Tower had a stay-put fire policy. Essentially, the building design would contain a fire in a single flat for as long as it took fire crews to bring it under control. So on the night, many residents were told to remain in their flats by the emergency services, only to become trapped as the fire blazed out of control and thick poisonous smoke spread up the single narrow stairwell. Dr. Lane said that the stay-put policy had substantially failed by 1.26, less than 30 minutes after the first firefighters were at the scene. Some people ignored the stay-put advice and made it down the stairs to safety. A total of 65 people were rescued from the building by firefighters, but in desperation, other residents went upwards and sought refuge in flats of friends and neighbors on the upper floors. 24 people died on the top floor of the tower block. The final death toll from the blaze is now recorded as 72 people. 
They include six members of the Choker family and five members of the Hashim family who lived on the 22nd floor. Five members of the El-Wahhabi family died on the 21st floor. The youngest victim was six-month-old baby Lena Belkadi, who died in her mother's arms as she tried to escape. Other young victims included Jeremiah Dean, age two, Isaac Paulos, age five, Hania Hassan, age five, and her sister, Fathia, age three, and 12-year-olds Birak Hoftam and Jessica Urbano Ramirez. The oldest victim is believed to be 84-year-old Sheila from the 16th floor, who had lived in Grenfell Tower for 34 years. Baby Logan Gomez, who was stillborn in hospital on June 14, the morning after the fire, is also included in the toll. The final victim was Maria Del Pilar Burton, who suffered from serious long-term health issues and died in hospital in January 2018. Here is Low Key with the song Ghosts of Grenfell featuring My Khalil from Soundtrack to the Struggle 2. The night our eyes changed. Rooms where love was made and unmade in a flash of the night. Rooms where Memories drowned in fumes of poison. Rooms where futures were planned and the imagination of children built castles in the sky. Rooms where both the extraordinary and the mundane were lived become forever tortured graves of ash. Oh, you political class, so servile to corporate power. Justice, not hear him, not hear him scream. Allow me to begin though 1.30am Heard the shouting from my window People crying in the street Watching the burning of their kinfolk Grenfell Tower now Historically a symbol People reaching from their windows Screaming for their lives Pleading with their cries Trying to reason with the skies They all youth birth champions Comparison is clear though That every single person in that building was a hero So don't judge our tired eyes in these trying times Cause we've been breathing in cyanide the entire night They say Yassin saw the fire and he ran inside Who thought that would be the site where he and his family died The street is like a graveyard, tombstone lurching over us Those shouting out to the windows Now wish they never woke them up Wouldn't hope your worst enemy to go in this position Now it's flowers for the dead and printing posters for the missing Come home Justice, not hear him, not hear him scream. This corporate man slaughter will haunt you, not hear him scream. See trauma in the faces 
of all those that witness this innocence in the faces of all those on the missing list. He hopes unfulfilled, ambitions never achieved. No, I'm not the only one that sees the dead in my dreams. Strive for the bravery of Yasin, artistic gift of Khadija. Every person a unique blessing to never be repeated. Strive for the loyalty of siblings that stay behind with their parents. Pray that every loved one lost can somehow make an appearance. We are like the last conversation with their dearest until we face what they face. We will never know what fear is. We are for survivors rehoused in the best place, not to be left sleeping in the West Way for 10 days. We're for arrests made and debts paid and true numbers known for the families who kept faith with For safety and homes and love, they are immortalized forever, the only ghosts are us, I wonder Justice, now hear him, now hear him scream. To whom it may concern at the Queen's Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, where is Yasin al-Wahhabi? Where is his brother Mehdi? Where is his sister Nur Huda? Where is their mother? And where is their father? Where is Noura Jamal? Where is her husband Hashim? Where is their children? Yahya, Firdaus, and Yaqub. Where is Nadir Weda? Where is Steve Power? Where is Dennis Murphy? Where is Marco Gortardi? Where is Gloria Trevisan? Where is Amal and her daughter Amaya? Where is Mohammed Nada? Where is Aliwa Jafari? Where is Khadija Sayyid? Where is Mary? Where is Maryam El Gawari? Where is her mother Sua? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Where is Rania Ibrahim and her two daughters? Where is Jessica Ubanora Miras? Where is Deborah Lamprao? Where is Mohammed Al Hajj Ali? Where is Nadia? Where is her husband Basim? Where are her daughters, Mina, Fatima, and Zainab, and their grandmother? Where is Zainab Deen and her son Jeremiah? Where is Ligayan? Where is she? Where is Mohammed Nur Tuku? Where is Tony Dissin? Where is Maria Bird? Where is Fataya El Sanusi? Where is her son Abu Faraz? Her daughter. Where is Lucas James? Where is Farah Hamdan? Where is Omar Belkadi? Where is their daughter, Lina? Where is Hamid Khani? Where is Hesham Rama? Where is Raymond Bernard? Where is Isaac Powell? Where is Marjorie Vital? And your son, what is Kumaramiya? Where is his wife, Raz? Where are their children, Abdul Hamid? Abdul Hamid and Hosna. Where are Sakina and Fatima? Where is Burki Habtoum and her son, Baru? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Where is Stefan and Where is Abdel Salam? Where are these people? Where are these people? There'll be ashes on your graves Like a phoenix we will rise The blood is on your hands There'll be ashes on your graves 
1 a.m. on a Wednesday morning No one knew what was in store The fire started and quickly spread Till it covered every floor Stairwell locked, no way out Smoke and fire all around Parents grabbed their little babies Dropped them ten floors to the ground People cried to no avail Twenty-four stories tall Engulfed in flames The fire ladders were just like toys No use at all There were no sprinklers Few smoke alarms Fire extinguisher out of date All repairs if ever done, always too little, too late. When they built Grenfell, they believed housing was a human right. But all that changed. Now, if you're not rich, you should be kept out of sight, out of sight, out of town, or wrapped up neatly, plastic clad. Flats may all be falling apart But at least they don't look too bad The residents had tried to warn The authorities for years and years But all their letters, all their blog posts All their calls fell on deaf ears Council housing taking space left to rot for by and by, it would someday be turned to dust in the forward march to gentrify. And in the meantime, if people perish with their children in their laps, it's the price the market has to pay to house the poor in fire traps. If this were murder, if this were murder If this were murder If this were murder While the initial inquiry to the Grenfell Tower fire put much blame on the uh, fire response the deeper inquiry is ongoing, and actually a good portion of that broader inquiry didn't get started until 2020. Here's a piece published in December 2020, uh, an excerpt of a piece written by Peter Apps, published in The Spectator. A picture of an enormous corporate scandal has emerged at the Grenfell Tower inquiry to little fanfare over the last three weeks. The mammoth inquiry has been slowly going through the evidence surrounding the build-up to the fire, which killed 72 people in June 2017. Until November, it had been examining the fitting of the deadly cladding systems to the walls of the building. What the inquiry revealed was dispiriting 
but predictable. Pennies were pinched. No one in an enormous chain of construction professionals took responsibility for key safety decisions, and the external oversight of their actions was almost non-existent. In recent weeks, though, the tone of the inquiry changed, and the revelations have become considerably more startling. Officially, the inquiry has been examining the testing, marketing, and sale of the combustible plastic materials which were attached to the walls of the tower and which burnt with such devastating effect on that terrible summer night three years ago. This chiefly means three products, the actual cladding panels, thin aluminum sheets bonded to a core of polyethylene, a plastic with similar properties to solid petrol and two forms of combustible foam insulation which were fitted behind it. These materials were made and sold by companies which are huge global players. The cladding came from the French arm of Arconic, a Pennsylvania-based giant with 5.4 billion pounds in global turnover and roots which trace back to the historic aluminum company of America. The insulation was sold by Celatex, a medium-sized UK company, which is part of the French multinational St. Gobain, and Kingspan, an Irish giant with more than three billion pounds in annual turnover and almost 14,000 employees. What has emerged is evidence which suggests each of these firms were aware their products posed serious fire risks, but this was concealed from both regulators and the market so they could be sold for use on high-rises. Arconic realized its polyethylene cord cladding had horrendous reaction to fire following French tests in 2005, where it burned fiercely and obtained a basement ranking of Class E. Despite this, Arconic continued to market it as a much safer Class B, based on an earlier certification obtained using limited test data which had persuaded a respected British certification body, the British Board of Agreement, to produce the certificate apparently confirming this. In a string of internal emails, technical members of its staff agonized about the morality of continuing to sell the dangerous product. Quote, It's hard to make a note about this because we are not clean, said one in 2010. In 2015, Claude Whirl, a senior member of Arconic's technical team, wrote, quote, P.E. is dangerous on facades and everything should be transferred to a more fire-resistant panel as a matter of urgency. This opinion is technical and anti-commercial, it seems. Nonetheless, internal emails recorded the firm resolving to continue to sell in countries with, quote, national regulations which are not as restrictive. One of these countries was the UK, which had failed to tighten rules covering cladding on high-rises following two previous fires in 1999 and 2009. Here's a bit of a piece from The Guardian, written by Robert Booth. The Grenfell Tower cladding companies, quote, are little more than crooks and killers, the public inquiry into the disaster has been told, as internal documents submitted to the inquiry appeared to reveal they knew for years their materials would burn. Lawyers for the bereaved and survivors revealed emails and slideshows from inside Arconic, Celatex, 
and Kingspan, which they claimed showed widespread and persistent wrongdoing as they sold products they knew were dangerous to life. In one email produced at the inquiry, a senior executive at Narconic, which made Grenfell's polyethylene core cladding panels, told colleagues that a shortfall in the product's fire performance was, quote, something that we have to keep as very confidential, very confidential is in all caps. In another, he admitted PE panels would spread fire over the entire height of a tower. And here's a separate piece in uh, The Guardian, also by Robert Booth. Staff at Kingspan, a company that made some of the combustible material used on Grenfell Tower, joked in 2016 that claims about how safe the product was were, quote, all lies and it should be scrapped. Text messages sent the year before the June 2017 disaster, which claimed 72 lives, suggested the employees believed the company was lying to the market about the fire performance of the, quote, shit product. But one of them appeared to think that was funny, the public inquiry heard. The plastic foam Cool Therm K15 insulation had failed several full-scale fire tests, but was being sold on high-rise buildings on the basis of tests that related to the spread of flames across its foil surface rather than the whole material and on an earlier full-scale test of a different, less combustible version of the product. And finally, a bit of a piece from the Daily Mail by Arthur Martin. Bosses at the firm whose flammable insulation was fitted on Grenfell Tower have cashed in company shares worth £123 million since the Inferno, the Daily Mail can reveal. Directors at Kingspan sold 3 million shares before the business was last month accused of selling hazardous building products at the inquiry into the disaster. Last night, survivors and bereaved relatives labeled the profits disgraceful and disgusting. Chairman and founder Eugene Murtaugh made an astonishing £76 million, while his son Gene, the chief executive, raked in almost Twenty-two million pounds. Fuck these modern robber barons who don't give a shit about the lives they destroy as long as they can cash in. Here's Robin Adams with The Flames of Inequality. children have died in the fire how many lives has it cost it depends who you're asking and whether or not there is anything left to be lost the words from the ground tell a story a hundred or more can't be found but the words from the mouth of the system we trust are desperately playing it down well, they propped up plastic panels on the eyesore To appease the view from their tower of lies And from windows they watched as it burned away With the flames of inequality reflected in their eyes Where 
Snow on a summer's night, cold shoulders on a summer's day, invisible violence becomes visible in such a sudden way. Black snow on a summer's night, cold shoulders on a summer's day, invisible violence becomes visible. 12 months, no arrests made, the image in our head stayed Stressed faces press the windows looking for an escape Seems they underestimate this corner of the west way Witnesses to the crime, we fear a whitewash is the end game Minister, what was your relationship with Mark Allen? Been waiting 12 months for answers, still we can't have them Windows to our souls, witness anguish that you can't fathom No disrespect intended, troubled water wasn't our anthem Carnival on the soul of Kelso Cochrane What you think with the on the strength of those names over 70 Everyday people, no celebrities We're left here, picking up pieces of broken memories No more to big business, fiddling regulations Grimfell action group, the most tragic of vindications From sympathy of a nation to most uncomfortable of issues Our dearly departed, please know we love you and we miss you Calling, still hear them calling 
visible Violence becomes visible Thinking is uncritical Listen to some Thinking we're simple and dumb Criminals Hardened battered hearts Haven't laughed in a good while But Stormzy at the Brit Awards Made the neighbourhood smile Out your mind If you think we're satisfied with platitudes Questions for RBK See Celotex and Sajid too His nihilism sets in And the breakdown start Slow creep of bureaucratic violence Strains our hearts Feeling like an empty vessel Staring at an empty vessel Corporate hijack of regulations Very detrimental Human life the cost How can we not be feeling sentimental Goosebumps crush your skin When you feel the breath of death against you Bet you never went through That cursed night of haunted sounds That wretched clad in falling down Since then death is all around They say that after every storm There is a dawn Knocking on heaven's door We mourn forevermore A place where the flames took everything that is sacred We're planting seeds for trees we might not sit in the shade of Combustible and still legal Regulations feel feeble never again Moment neoliberalism kills people For innocence tarnished and beauty that was lost Regulations disregarded It's the human that's the cost Hospitals, hotels and schools How could we forget that? Up and down the country there's people sleeping in death traps with and enter the disdain Better bow your heads in silence When we're mentioning their names We are for survivors rehouse In the best place Still we demonstrate Against bonfires of red tape We're for the companies And council held accountable Climbing up the mountain Though its height seems insurmountable From the bottom of our lungs Truth, justice and peace For all of the lost ones how many people are still living in unsafe accommodation in the UK, covered in the same flammable, illegal cladding that caused so much devastation and loss of life at Grenfell Tower. Hundreds of people in unsafe accommodation and facing enormous life-changing costs to make their own buildings safe when this is not their fault. This is the fault of developers who built unsafely in the first place and of successive UK governments who failed to hold them to account. 
If you agree that the UK government must now protect all residents from the cladding scandal, then add your voice to this campaign. Follow End Our Cladding Scandal today. And that was Grace Petrie reminding us that the cladding scandal is not over. Uh, There are, are thousands of other victims that are in buildings currently with that cladding, with that insulation that poses an enormous risk to them. Before that, we heard Loki once again with Ghosts of Grenfell 2 featuring Kaya. And that was also from the soundtrack to The Struggle 2. Here's a few words from Kate Tempest. This recording is from the Book of Traps and Lessons. Keep moving. Don't move. Close the curtains. Light the incense. Inhale the thick clouds with your eyes closed. Your nose burns on your knees in the corner of a strange woman's room. Her naked feet like tree roots in this undergrowth. Frankincense, Frankenstein, Francophile, Philistine. Frankly, we are killing time. Wake it, bring it back to life. Kneel, bathe in warm water. Your body's dirt turns the bathtub as grey as these walls. Notice, bathe at moonrise and sunrise and when you switch off the telly, wrap your head in clean towels, curl up like a found thing, a dead insect collected between the pages of an old book written in a language you can't read. Dry the inside of your elbows in painstaking ritual. Three times clockwise, three times anti-clockwise. Don't breathe in until there's no air left in your lungs. Keep moving. Don't move. Keep moving. Don't move. 7.2 billion humans. 7.3 billion humans. 7.4 billion humans. The rain falls like troops, like troops. The rain falls, open your coat in it. Shiver and cough, your skin's like a dead thing. Dying your feet like pondweed The rain falls like troops Walk up the hill, post-pub trudge Laugh to it, live to it It's coming to pass, my country's coming apart The whole thing's becoming such a bumbling Open the front door Your key is an arrow Now turn three times in the hallway Peel off your clothes Socks lost, socks lost Stand naked and push your twig fingers through the wet bracken that storms by your ears. Stand naked and shiver. Now dress in warm things that smell of your body. Lie in a cross on the rug, watched by the dog. Let his mild concern be comforting as you stare at the bottom of the chair. Drink rum from a curved glass that you stole from a place that you hated. Eat raw food standing up at the fridge. Stroke the phone screen with your thumb like a mother trying to wipe clean the face of her only child. That blemish, that black 
dot that will not come clean The first sign of the plague Absorb the ache of all your friends And sleep with the light in your brain burning UV all night Wake tired, eat bread, eat oranges Eat bus stops, eat traffic jams Eat shoes, eat shop windows Eat the chair you're sitting on Eat the paperwork, eat the table Eat the idea there was ever more than this Eat the beer, eat the takeaway Eat the toothbrush, eat the boredom Eat the breakup, eat the phone she hasn't called Eat her ringtone six times, six times And when she answers, eat the silence in your mouth Eat the pillow Eat the blankets Eat the moon Eat the screaming drunks Eat the bad dreams Wake up Eat the alarm Remember to chew Are you doing this too? 7.4 billion human 7.5 billion human 7.6 billion Humans Open your arms and their legs And your teeth and their jeans And your ribs and their eyes And your skin and their brain And push two lonelinesses together And create more loneliness or create God and come inside each other Walk through the city alone in a stupor of love Create God, touch everything Nod at strangers like a daffodil with a severed head Your face is a trumpet Blow the futile brass part Sit across your lover's lap And scream into their mouth Where's love? Create God, but where's love? The last real pub in the south is surrounded by wankers and they're coming in close with their cards out, so let's link arms. Be prepared to go down with your ship, your ship's sunk. Be prepared to go down. Stick your hands out of the car on the motorway. Feel the wind pushing its face into your open palms. Keep moving. Don't move. Keep moving. Don't move. Keep moving. And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Effa Supertramp. Here's the biography of Effa from effasupertramp.co.uk. Effa Supertramp is a Welsh folk punk girl who comes armed with acoustic guitar and a powerful voice. She regularly tours across Europe, appearing at festivals, bars, squats, venues, living rooms, and street corners to perform her songs. Originally from North Wales and now based in London, Effa sings in both English and Welsh and has been shouting about the world's wrongs in one form or another since she started her bilingual punk band, The Stilettos, at the age of 15. Her first solo album, Ridded E. e Freudwid, Freedom is the Dream, was released in 2015 and saw her touring the songs extensively across the UK and Europe, frequenting autonomous and political spaces as well as independent venues. 
She's been honing her craft since then, culminating in a second album recorded during the pandemic lockdown coming out in autumn 2020, along with the first short-run vinyl 7-inch release. Her catalog of works are self-released and self-funded. Whether it's the DIY attitude of the punk scene, the powerful female voices of Riot Girl, the socialist beliefs of many of her fellow Welsh speakers, or the anarchist spirit of folk music's nomads, it can all be found in Effa's music and activities. Effa's songs are angry but uplifting, railing against money, power, and greed, whilst having a zest for life and freedom. Her anger at an unjust world is combined with constructive solutions and hope for a better future. Effa deftly combines elements of her influences to pay tribute to those who fought for equality in previous generations, showing that protest music is far from dead. True to the spirit of DIY culture, Effa releases her own music, books her own tours, and even makes zines to tell you all about the adventures of her tours and the autonomous and DIY punk spaces she visits. Her passionate attitude for performing and DIY culture has seen her make a name for herself in the underground DIY and folk punk scene with her honest and outspoken attitude towards life and politics. She has notably performed at Rebellion Festival and Boomtown Fair and supported punk legends such as T.V. Smith and The Damned, as well as some of folk's contemporary offerings such as Grace Petrie and Beans on Toast. From the compilation album, If It Was Easy, They Wouldn't Call It A Struggle, here is Effa Supertramp with Jack Shett. Asylum seekers at the UK's largest detention centre claim the authorities are trying to silence their hunger strike protest. The inmates at Harmonsworth are struggling to make their voices heard as they complain of abuse and poor conditions. <laughs> Took away my soul and that it really hurt Maybe it's you this sounds absurd But I'm one in a million that feels the same One in a billion they trapped in the game I was born in the wrong place, I was born poor Wanted to leave, I wanted some more And I don't know how I got so stuck All I know is it's so fucked up to leave the 
keep us in prisons and they play with our minds I'm just the one that they left behind And I can't do jack shit sentence labelled indeterminate. Now the idea was to ensure that criminals stayed behind bars until they were certain not to re-offend. A fine theory. In practice it meant some people were sent to prison for relatively minor offences and never released. And never released. And never released. And never released. <laughs> All 
from the album Ridded E. E. Freudwid. That was All My Friends Are Freedom Fighters. Here's a piece published at MorningStarOnline.co.uk where Effa Supertramp was interviewed by Susan Darlington. Effa Supertramp is perhaps best known to many as half of electronic punk outfit Kildren who found themselves in the middle of a media storm for their song, Kill Tory Scum Before They Kill You, the track which saw the duo dropped from last year's Glastonbury lineup proved to the London-based musician that music still has the power to shock. But it came as a surprise, she says, quote, because you think everything's been done. And she found it ironic that people were upset by it given, quote, how offensive everything is in society anyway. That anger at the political mainstream infuses her parallel career as a self-styled acoustic folk-punk girl. The the Welsh-born musician's bilingual second album, Apocalyptic Blues, mostly recorded with just guitar and her raspy voice, continues in the same vein as the socially conscious storytelling of Billy Bragg, probably the most famous acoustic punk, and Beans on Toast. Coming five years after her debut, Ridded E.E. Freudwid, Freedom is the Dream, during which time she lost the material for an album. Lockdown finally forced her to stop touring and focus on completing tracks. They'd been in progress for a long time, but she'd wanted to wait until she was in the right mental space to convey a sense of optimism. Quote, If you're thinking about politics, it's really important to project hope for the future, she says. She achieves this through rousing sound bites that remind listeners that no matter how dire things seem, change is possible. As she sings on Keep Looking, quote, There is nothing broken that we cannot fix. Music is something that, I can, that can lift you up and it can definitely save lives. One of the best things when I go on tour is when people tell me that my songs have helped them keep going. This positivity is embedded in tracks that variously reference refugee rights, the Rojava revolution, the Windrush scandal, and the class system. These are frequently rooted in the lived reality of activism. With How Far, sampling an Angela Davis speech and Prosecco Punks, featuring an audio clip of a Black Trans Lives Matter protest she attended in London. She'd question whether it was right to attend a demo in the middle of a pandemic, but rationalized it was important to stand with some of the most marginalized people in society. And she was also reminded of the punk adage that, quote, all the struggles are connected, all the oppressions are connected. We have to stick together and we have to try to empathize with other people's situations. Recording at home without the pressure of paying for studio time benefited the the topicality of the material. Produced by Kildren bandmate Nick Ronan, it was an enjoyable learning curve for both, and Working Where You Live, quote, makes music more democratic in a way, because everyone can participate in it, as long as you have a computer and a microphone. Sites such as Bandcamp also create a more direct link between the artist and the listener, essential for an artist who prides herself on being self-funded, especially at a time when she is unable to tour and promote her new record through traditional roots. Rather than be downbeat about this, she thinks she was lucky to be in a position where she could utilize lockdown, quote, to get creative and finish the product. 
and she's positive that out of the political and social turmoil created by the pandemic, there will be change. Quote, We've taken a step back, but hopefully we can take two steps forward. At the grassroots, there's really good things happening and good ideas being shared. From their new album, Apocalyptic Blues, this is How Far. Yes, we always have to believe that ultimately we will be able to change the world. And I say ultimately because this is not a context within which we're going to immediately witness the consequences of the work we do. Keep a movement moving now. We all got our own shit to 
notice how many fences are getting to be? Signs they got on them. No hunting, no hiking, no admission, no trespass. Private property, closed area. Start moving, go away, get lost, drop dead. Know what it means? Life 
lives I will never live Names I will never know Say it's all relative But it's sponsored fascist government And we're the ones that benefit Just cause of where we're born We said never again But we seem to miss the start Hostility's been building Life's already ripped apart the only thing that's relative in this situation is Let's burn these borders down Fuck ICE, fuck Frontex, fuck UKBA Fuck the borders, fuck ICE, fuck Frontex, fuck UKBA Fuck the borders And that'll wrap up our set on Effa Supertramp. That song was Illegal, also off of Apocalyptic Blues. You can find all Effa Supertramp's music on Bandcamp. Here is Rudimental from the album Toast to Our Differences. This is the track No Pain, featuring Maverick Saber, Kojay Radical, and Kabaka Pyramid. We don't need no pain So I stand tears alive And though we bleed the same So now wash them tears away we Seven steps of heaven but we tripping on the first one Mama ball out when the bullet hit her first And tired of this world, think we need another version Too many bombs and military incursions This is a prayer for the ones that been muted Death to a crying, can't fix it with no Q-tip Everybody choosing desires over duty Evil is blooming and money's where it's rooted So spread your wings and get ready to fly To a place where pain is just a memory yeah. Said it's no biggie and them ready to die The grave digger up them space in the cemetery So just listen to me properly when me I tell you this Get it in your head, said them systems set up for prejudice When we warring, the rich man see the benefit Them no business about the blood when we shedding it Kids are growing up Bullets keep you away She couldn't wash out the stains Oh Lord, there's blood on her leaves again Ain't it funny how it's never changed And father is still 
just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. You can follow at Polyrical on Twitter and you'll find all in the back episodes at polyrical.com. You can also listen to this and all my podcasts playing 24-7 as well as some other audio at movingtrainradio.com. From the album Good Music to Avert the Collapse of American Democracy This is my morning jacket with Bring the Power Back Home. Thanks for listening. Some people seem to care Well, we all better wake right up 
Take the power back, take the power back, take the power back home. 